hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you, and I want to just tell you right here, right now, in the first, you know, minute of the podcast to make sure you're heading on to Twitter and following us at Spin Thoughts Pod. We also encourage everybody to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and all those other fun sites. It is entirely free, so there's really no reason not to unless you don't like music. But you're listening to this, so you must like music, so you must follow us. That's how you connect the dots. Uh, So uh, I would like to uh, bring back again for a beautiful conversation my best dude, Mr. B. Robertson. What up, B? Yo, what's going on, man? I'm enjoying uh, this while everyone's listening. It's a Wednesday, but we are talking on a Tuesday. It's uh, a nice day, a little little chilly, a little rainy. Uh, we did an interview earlier, I guess, a day or two ago where it was really sunny. Uh, so ups and downs with the weather, Brandon. Is it affecting your mood? No, it's not bothering me at all, man. I feel great. I'm just concerned about what percentage of our listeners hate music. I I would think not many of them. That's the point I was trying to make. More it, or less than Trump's approval rating at this point. Probably. 30 32% something <laughs> like that. 36 Thir- I think 36%. Is where it's at. Um so uh we've got so much to cover that the banter between Brandon and I will be left to a minimum. You guys are so welcome for that. Um uh, so please help me and Brandon in welcoming Kyle from DBMK. Kyle, what up, bro? Yo, Kyle, what's up? Hey. How you doing, guys? We're doing awesome. You feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm just putting my uh, my first cup of coffee for the day. It's a little late, but it's cool. Whoa, off, so dude. We're talking yeah. at 4 o'clock, and this is the first cup? I know. Yeah, well, this uh, my mornings are so hasty these days. I don't really get a chance to actually sit down and enjoy some coffee, so I like to do it later in the afternoon. He drinks liquor in the morning <laughs> and coffee at, in the afternoon. <laughs> Uh, Brandon, don't be talking about yourself like that. Throwing it on I guess to Kyle. Not, not everybody does it like no. I do, I guess. Um, Kyle, we, we're going to just jump right into things uh, because as we were talking before the recording, we've got a lot to cover. We've actually we've got yeah, a healthy absolutely. segment, uh, the Fan Frenzy segment. A ton of your fans asked questions that we're going to try to yeah. get to all of them. Um, so okay, thank you to all the DBMK fans who participated. It's been a lot of fun so far. Um, all right, Kyle. So when you and I were first talking via email, getting things lined up for the pod, you told me it was going to be just you for the interview because you were going to be back in Boston without the rest of the group. You've talked, you've talked about this in previous interviews, but it's so badass that it deserves a little bit of time here on spinning thoughts. So (laughs) you're in Boston attending Berkeley college of music on a full ride. Congratulations. Yeah. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, um, this is the the first year, so uh, freshman Kyle here talking. Um, how's the <laughs> How's the first uh, academic year been for you? Uh, it's pretty good. Um, a little bit of a culture shock because I've I been growing up in Florida my whole life, and uh, I don't really know a whole lot of life outside of Florida. Um, so. I mean, I've traveled, you know, but uh, living in a big city like this where it's just constant noise, like literally there's always traffic or someone yelling or it's just, it's really bizarre or it was at first anyways. And just now I'm starting to get used to it. But the the um, real question though, Kyle is how are your grades? 
Um, anyway, I was uh, I was talking about the city and yeah. uh, <laughs> um, I'm not accepting questions at this time <laughs> about the scholastic endeavors of Kyle from DBMK. Yeah. Do you totally relate to that Verve Pipe song, "The Freshman"? Is that you right now in life? Wait, say that again. I said, do you totally relate to that Verve Pipe song, "The Freshman"? Is that you right now? <laughs> uh. Yeah, well, it depends if my mom's going to listen to this or not. Um, so. Hi, Mom. Um, now, <laughs> Kyle, what are you studying specifically at the Berkeley College of Music on a full ride? Um, well, I'm not, I'm not declared yet, but I actually have uh, my major interview for electronic production design on Thursday. Wow. So, yeah, busy week this week. I love what's going on. But. Well, good luck on that, and thanks for giving us some time <laughs> here. To say, uh, yeah, you should probably be yeah, you know, in. not talking to us yeah, right now. looking up shit for your interview, <laughs> but, you know, we appreciate the, the hour you're going to give us. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be here. Now, I want to ask a tough question that maybe you're not going to answer, but, you know, we got to do what we got to do here. Um, if an okay. opportunity for DBMK comes up where you'd have to leave school to pursue it, would you? Oh my God! I am searching every day for that opportunity. That is my life right now. That is why. That is why I sit at this desk and I like refresh my email all day long. <laughs> I am avidly waiting for that. So yes, the answer is absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. That's good. So talk to us then. You know, you're up in Boston. I'm guessing the rest of the dudes are in Florida. Yeah. Talk yeah, to us about so the communication, much. the dynamic and structure with the band while yeah. you're away. How do you approach this? It's got to be difficult. Yeah, it can be it can be um, stressful at times because it's certainly a lot harder than you know meeting at meeting face to face on a every other day sort of basis like we do sometimes. Um, so there's it's just a lot of group text messages and conference calls and individual phone calls. And I'm on the phone with my uh, creative director and uh, keyboard player like every day for a very, very long time, figuring stuff out, how we're going to make stuff happen. And, um, it's so it's hard because I feel so secluded sometimes because they still hang out and they go and do stuff together and they, they go and work on things in Florida. And I'm just like, all right, we talk to a lot of bands, Kyle, and I've never had one in a long-distance relationship like this. It's very, yeah, know. It's, you know, it's, it's a very tough. odd scenario. You're in a long-distance band relationship. Are you worried you're going to go back yeah. and they're going to be like, hey, uh, we Kyle, cheated on yeah, you, or you know, uh, oh, really good to see you, but uh, here's this dude Jim, and uh, you know, he 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 kind of started, you know, he kind of started doing stuff for us, or you know, you ever worry well, about that kind of shit? I don't, I don't worry about it. I mean, they, <laughs> I kind of, uh, we made it pretty clear before I left that it was like, I, nothing is virtually nothing's going to change for me. You know, I'm still going to be working just as hard, if not twice as hard as I normally do on CBMK stuff. And I mean, cause that is, I mean, that's, that's what my life is right now. And, um, you know, nothing was going to change for them either. And, you know, we still play shows. We still schedule tours. We still right. do a bunch of press stuff, you know. So virtually nothing has changed. Honestly, I've had a slew of more opportunities come our way since I moved to Boston than would I have 
if I would have stayed in Florida. So what product you know do, things that, do you guys use to to you know stay in touch with each other? Here's your chance to kind of you know plug something you use go to uh, meeting what is what was it is it that you guys use to stay go to meeting yeah you know something vonage now um, has something to no it's pretty much just it's this thing not a lot of people have heard of it probably um it's kind of this like uh it's kind of a startup company it's called an iphone um, <laughs> yeah it's the apple iphone and interesting um, it's yeah i don't know if it's hit stores in the u.s yet but uh, just be careful because it's coming and it's gonna it's gonna change the face of technology. I don't know. It sounds pretty <laughs> yeah. lame to tell you the it truth. It does sound lame. Uh, so well, Con, yeah. It, in January, you were on NBC Daytime talking about this very topic, not the iPhone, but yeah. you know your experience uh, going to Berkeley and everything. Uh, the band even sure. joined you to perform nocturne so how was that whole experience yeah. i watched it today actually you did a phenomenal job with the interview and the performance oh, what was it like uh it was really cool it was um it was a little intimidating at first because you know you roll up to this tv station their studio and uh it was like a half an hour to 45 minute ordeal on just parking alone so at that time we were like ah it's exasperated but yeah. um we we get in there and it was it was flawless and it was super cool. And they were, they were all about just asking us questions. Like as we were setting up, they were like, so if you guys are in a band, that's like, it's gotta be pretty cool, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They seem really Who's impressed. asking you questions, Savannah Guthrie? What are we, who are we dealing with here? Wait, say that again? I said, who's asking you questions? Is this Savannah Guthrie, Chuck Todd? I mean, who, who are we dealing with here? <laughs> It wasn't Chuck Todd. Nothing like that. Yeah. No. So, no, no Chuck Todd? You weren't on Meet the Press or anything like that? Um, Not that day, that week. <laughs> um, no. Another, another day, another time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. it was a, a, a great uh, video, uh, great interview. So for anybody who hasn't checked it out, uh, definitely worth a listen. If you're into DBMK, it's a great way to kind of see a little bit more about the music and the band. Um, now, on to another topic, Kyle. In 2016, the band released its latest album, Collapse. Uh, congrats on this release. That's it, it, it's a great, thank you, a great release. Um, the album feels very thought out, meticulously creative, and a bunch of other adjectives. Give us your insight to the overall approach, feel, and embodiment of Collapse. Um. Well, you know, we re we recorded Collapse. Uh, like every every piece of music that we've ever put out, we recorded it in uh, my and uh, McLean's bedroom. And um, so you're saying what we're was, hearing in collapse, you got like you did yourself. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, very, we just very impressive. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we we literally just set up this sort of makeshift studio. Honestly, we didn't we didn't try to convert much of anything into a studio we just kind of set up microphones and made it happen you know but um yeah it was, we uh kind of a i don't even know how to what you would call it but yeah we, we recorded all of our music in in our bedrooms and um at first when we were recording our first album we didn't have hardly any live experience at all so this whole like making music as a product to sell it and then go and pitch it to a bunch of other people in this live performance kind of context was something we hadn't we weren't even considering and we were just making music for the sake of making music at the time and and we were it, it kind of 
gave us a different kind of breath to put into that. But with Collapse, you know, we had we had a couple of shows under our belt. Um, we had done some pretty cool stuff with, um, you know, bands like Vinyl Theater and 21 Pilots. And, and we had essentially gotten to meet a lot of our heroes with through the music that we made. And we were so, like, kind of blown away by that. And so with Collapse, with all of that in mind, we were our approach was definitely a little bit different because we were like, oh, this is going to be really cool live, or this is going to translate really, really well in a show kind of setting. And I've heard a lot of people say that, um, you know, the minute that you start to consider that or start to get hung up on that in the writing and, and production and music making process, 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 that some things can get lost. But for us, honestly, I think it kind of enhanced what we were doing, at least in that time. I agree. Um, cause I we agree. were just, yeah. Cause we were just about making, I know what a personal goal for me with collapse was making the whole thing seem very cinematically atmospheric in that every song was sort of like a new scene or a new chapter in this, in this story that we were telling. Um, and so we kind of wanted to make, we wanted to put everything in its place. You know, we wanted to have the, the characters in their own setting and what they were doing and, and how they, how they were interacting with the world around them. And, that was kind of, we tried to make music that just sounded like the world, that just sounded like how people live and how people talk and how people have conversations, how they love and how they cry and how they dance and how they drink coffee in the morning and how they or the afternoon. stretch their... Yeah, or four yeah, o'clock or in the, the afternoon. afternoon like, hey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What so. was the most challenging part during the recording of Collapse? Was there any, you know, adversity you had to face? Yeah, um, nothing so much, nothing like came up like that prohibited us from recording or getting anything done really. But uh, we went through several different versions of Nocturne, like probably I think two or three. Um, we would start one direction and we would like finish at the end of the day. And we're like, okay, this isn't working. This song isn't doing anything for me. Um, and it took us a couple tries in a different, a couple different fields, a couple different directions, but. We kind of, to get us to that sort of big electro ballad that is the nocturne that we know today. It's actually my um, favorite track off of the album. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it certainly was a tough one to flesh out, though. It, it took us about a month to get a solid direction on that song. And it actually it pushed the release date back like a couple weeks because we didn't have everything finished because of that one freaking song. So, well, um, we know it's, yeah, a, was, we know it's the Angelo's thing, favorite Kyle. What is your favorite or what song are you most proud of from that album? Well, I don't know. I, 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 I love boxing love with all my heart. Like, I think that song is kind of, I, I listen to that. I don't really like to listen to my music kind of normally, but I really I jam out to boxing love sometimes because that that song is kind of one of the most uh, uplifting maybe is the word to use on the album. So it's it's kind of a good soundtrack to uh, I don't know it's kind of every day. I don't yeah. know I, I I love that song. It's it's a lot of fun to play live and I I like to listen to it because it actually 
it makes me get excited for the next show that we're going to play or something because it's, it's Josh's favorite song. Josh, our lead guitar player, it's his favorite song to play live. Yeah. And nice. every time, every time that intro starts with this big saw bass and stuff, he just gets so excited. And I'd love to see his, his face light up. Yeah. And that whole thing just gets me so into it. I it becomes contagious. Tread. Yeah, exactly. So, so continuing on the topic of the album collapse, um, I want to talk about the the track titled Pills. Now, music and okay. drugs sometimes go synonymously together. No. Um, they do sometimes. Um, <laughs> as I'd mentioned, you have a track on Collapse titled Pills. Uh, sometimes yeah. these references are directly related to drugs, and sometimes they're not. They're used more for imagery sure. or metaphor. What's the story behind uh, or message behind Pills? Um. Well, pills is kind of, it's not direct. Um, it's more of a metaphor, but there's also a lot of, um, it's kind of a story of my life as I was starting to exit high school. I, I had a really, really hard time sleeping. Um, and I think it just, it was just a combination of a, a bunch of things that were going on, but I would get recommendations from a bunch of people in my life, like, oh, you should try this, you should do this, you should try this, or you should try this homeopathic root thing, you should try this medication, you should try meditating, you should try watching this, you know, sleep tape or whatever. And pills are the only thing uh, that worked. Well, sometimes. Um, you know, I just, I did a lot of homeopathic stuff. It wasn't anything like crazy, but um, I, my friend turned me on to stuff I could get at the health food store and, and it was uh that was kind of what got me through it but I was like I try not to do it very often because I wanted to whatever I was dealing with I wanted I wanted to heal kind of on its own and not have to rely on anything so right. I had to it was just like dang am I like a lesser person for kind of relying on these you know sleeping the sleeping medication like occasionally you know so right um, but it also ties into, like, I, I went to an art magnet high school, um, and there's such a bizarre, uh, like, drug culture that goes along with that. Um, it's with a little what, bit different, again? I think, than maybe with art with art school. Okay. I think the drug culture is yeah. a little bit different. Um, and I just, I, it was kind of my observation of a bunch of people that I knew from school kind of going in and out of these tendencies and, and habits and stuff. Uh, also kind of a, a personal dialogue on my end with my sleeping problems and stuff. So Now, what we want to do, Kyle, before we leave the topic of uh, the latest album from DBMK Collapse, we always sure. love to let the listeners, um, who are primarily more fans of the band than they are of the podcast, which is fine. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, you sound fine with that. <laughs> I have no problems with it. Um, so, Kyle, what we want to do is we want to give the listeners a little treat. I'm sure, you know, they've heard it already. If they haven't, then surprise. But um, we, I would like to play my favorite song off of Collapse. As I had mentioned, it's called Nocturne. You cool with that? Yeah, absolutely. Brandon, you down with Nocturne? Let's fucking rock, man. Let's do it. All right, everybody. So please enjoy off of Collapse from DBMK. We've got 
Nocturne. Enjoy. Just stopping in to get my taste on your lips. Twin sleepy grins, repelling flames and sinking ships. I'm not the end, but tell me how am I expected to begin again? come fast and I want you to miss this mind wait for the crash despite my obvious design I'm not the end but tell me how am I expected to begin again to my train of thought trying hard not to remember the guilt that I've got So that was Nocturne off of the latest album release from DBMK titled Collapse. Now, Kyle, before we move on, 
Um, I know we talked just a little bit about Nocturne and, and how there were multiple versions of it. It took some time to come up with the final product. Sure. Anything else about the song that you think your fans might dig knowing about? Um, yeah, that's actually just came to my mind, but I'm not sure. I never actually t- talked about it with any of our fans before, but there's the last chorus, which isn't really a chorus. Um, it's just a, it's just a chord progression played on a piano, but there's a, there's the, this cello line that kind of filters in and it's actually the main, like, uh, lead line from Bullets, which I, which is the next song on the album. Oh, nice! Um, I just I don't, inside I don't know scoop from that. Kyle from DBMK. Yeah, Look at that. I mean, I just don't. I don't know if anyone's ever noticed that or not. But Baskin Robbins, we just gave you your thirty fourth flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? Is that thirty? Is it thirty four? Am I 31. right? Thirty one. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Baskin Robbins has thirty one flavors. Well, you know what? This they is so. Have- this is so tasty that it, it accounts for multiple. Now. Yeah, they may be. They may be up to fifty. Whatever. I tried to be funny. Yeah. Okay. If you They've giggled been for a while. If you giggled, thank you. Yeah. If you didn't, screw you. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, uh, Kyle, moving. We've been talking a lot about things that have already happened, which is great. Uh, you know, we like to educate everybody and, and to reminisce. But sure. let's talk a little bit yeah. more about what's going on now and maybe in the future. So, uh, what is going to be coming next? For DBMK in regards to studio material, is there a new collection of music dropping in 2017? Have you already started to write it? What's the deal? Well, I don't want to give too much away, but um, I will say that we have. I'm starting to. I might have to get another high drive here um, <laughs> in a couple weeks or something because I am starting to get bogged down my computer with a bunch of different projects and stuff like that um so my answer for now is yes okay so but, you're you're, um, you're you're kind of saying that in 2017 we may be able to sink our teeth into some new dbmk music i'm not saying how big the packet <laughs> will be but so an ep yeah, perfect might, if if you're good and if i allow it now that kind of transitions then kyle into the next topic brandon and i talk about it ourselves and we also talk about it to artists a lot kind of almost like a debate between the approach to releasing full-length albums eps and singles i feel like there's two two schools of thought and you can cross over i think that really finding a nice blend of both is is good but Without giving too much away, then maybe Kyle, do you see yourself approaching a, a full length again, like Collapse, or are you leaning more toward an EP or like singles? Um, I don't know. I don't think that we'll do an EP anytime soon. Um, we released this body of work called the Sleep EP uh, about a year ago, actually. Um, wait. Yeah, it was like a year ago. Oh, no, it's a year ago tomorrow. Okay, cool. There we go. Um, Happy anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Be closer. Yeah. Uh, but we kind of did that more so uh, because we, we were trying to stay relevant at the time uh, in terms of new material, and it was kind of uh, to tide the fans over and before Collapse came out. Um, and, you know, it, it was kind of like a, an experiment, too, because 
the music from the Sleepy P was kind of different. It was a different kind of sound than what people might expect new music from us to sound like. Um, cause it was, it was intended for it to help people fall asleep. So it kind of had a different kind of timbre to it. But, um, in terms of new stuff, I think the route that we're going to go is probably, uh, some bits and pieces leading up to the full length. Um, which I'm not sure I can't really disclose at this time when the full length will happen, but, Okay, so we're not Definitely. super concerned with when it's going to happen. My question for you is, you kind of alluded to moving into a full length, which is fucking awesome, but you also talked <laughs> earlier in the podcast about you being at at Berkeley College of Music and the rest of the band being somewhere else. How do you approach this creative process to move forward? How does that actually operate? Um, well, right now our dynamic is, mostly that I, I do the writing and arranging and um, we come together for the live context of the DBMK show. And, but there's still a lot of room in this music for everyone else in the band to add their own uh, sort of flair, even on a show by show basis. I mean, we, we change things up all the time. Kind of so, without each other knowing it, even we just kind of improvise and stuff. Yeah, so basically, you're saying like in the live setting, the dudes in DBMK they they have some rain to go and and do you know maybe a little bit outside of what is recorded, but essentially yeah. you are the creative force behind DBMK. Yeah, yeah. At least at this at this moment in time, that's kind of how we've been doing things. Yeah. Now. Still on that topic a little bit that Brandon just mentioned, you know, you're going to be finishing up, you know, your semester here uh, at Berkeley. I'm assuming you're heading back to yeah. Florida then for summer, right? Uh, yes, I believe so, that's my plan. Yeah. Do you do you uh, do you see DBMK really pushing to accomplish as much as possible during the summer months to maximize that availability? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We are going to be nonstop this summer. Um, even when I, I come home for weekends at a time and during those two or three days or however long I'm there, we just grind like all weekend long. We do not stop. We get as much done as a unit as we can. And then I fly back up and then I'm sad again. And, um, yeah, that's kind of how we've been doing it the last couple of months. Like we did, we did a, a couple shows with Vespertine actually as my, uh, semester was coming to a close my first semester and it was like in the middle of my exam week <laughs> and of course you I, love yeah, planning that, that you, love, yeah. you love planning things around when you have like the most shit going on in school yeah so i had to <laughs> i had to beg my professors to let me take stuff early so i could get out of town yeah and uh we went and played those shows and i kind of got to be like ah, i left school let's go play so <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah so in but in that weekend we like we played two shows we did a photo shoot we did we got a bunch of press stuff together we kind of refined a bunch of social media stuff and we we, we did like everything we could and then um i went back up to school for like another two weeks or something and then we came back and we did a bunch of shows and we got a bunch more stuff ready and we talked about our plans this summer and we started a bunch of stuff and I haven't slept since they prayed and <laughs> you know it's, so let let's talk about 
some of the things you just mentioned, then you're you're creating easy segues for me. Now, uh, you mentioned that you've you've jammed with Vespertine in the past. We we had mm-hmm. uh, Colin, you, you know, the the main force behind Vespertine uh, on the podcast for episode twenty nine. Yeah, um, it was one of our biggest and most popular episodes. That Colin's amazing. He's a great dude. Um, you guys, oh, yeah, for sure. you you have dates, a few dates in July with Vesper team. Yeah. How you how you feeling about all that? Oh my gosh. Uh well this is probably the biggest out of town stuff we've ever done before. And uh when we first met Colin in December, we did a couple shows with him in Florida. Yeah. It was like it was it was so sick. Those shows were amazing. And um we I <laughs> we text each other every day, the band and I in, in our group chat. Literally it just gushing about how excited we are for the summer um and, and they're i mean vespertine like colin and vespertine they're blowing up um yeah they're doing massive things right now they're headed overseas this summer yeah. they're going all the way to belgium it's insane yeah yeah they've got a lot going on so it's a great band to kind of connect with but not even just you guys connecting with them there's there's clearly clearly a lot of crossover from Vespertine yeah. fans to DBMK a ton and in Kyle if you were looking on Twitter a little bit today before we started talking uh, for this recording I mentioned in a tweet to to a fan uh, her name's Candice uh, she she told me about Vespertine months ago and we've only been a podcast for five months and she she told me about Vespertine I got into them got talking to Colin but at the same time she mentioned DBMK. She told me I needed to get Vespertine oh, and DBMK on. So there, and not only just with that example with Candace, is there a clear crossover? But we're just seeing it on our end. It's easy for us to see it. Um, yeah, it is wild. Why? Why do you think that is, man? I don't know. I mean, uh, before I even knew who Vespertine was, this is probably like a year ago. I was on DBMK Spotify, and I always checked. Um, I check our stats and stuff like that all the time. And um, I was looking at our related artists because that changes on a weekly basis too. Right. Um, but ever for like ever since Vespertine came out, he's been our number one related artist ever since. I don't know if he is currently, but um, it makes sense. He was up there. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Like right now, he's number one. I just checked. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. We've uh, a bunch of our fans started wearing Vespertine shows or Vespertine shows, Vespertine shirts to our shows, and I was like, "Oh man, I better check this guy out." And I checked him out, and I just loved the music. And then we started connecting with his management, and and we put those shows together, and was like, "Whoa, this is like the real deal." Um, yeah, I, I I I don't know. I think our music kind of we're definitely in the same sort of lane genre-wise yeah uh we've kind of had that whole like electro alt synth pop thing going on um and i don't know i think our music kind of resonates similar ways to both of our fan bases and kind of crossed over that way i also think kyle that one of the main proponents to this is the the uh approach that you and colin have with your fans um the interaction with the fans is just really awesomely intense in a good way. And yeah, that's going to cool. show through in the upcoming segment here, fan frenzy, um, where just the fans for Vespertine are 
wildly obsessed and again that's in a great way and and we're <laughs> yeah. seeing that with dbmk and, and and a lot of the same fans are, are crossing over so um really exciting mm-hmm. stuff we're big fans of colin and yeah. vespertine and and now kyle and dbmk are friends of the podcast so welcome to the fam yeah um, it's gotta <laughs> feel great right really spinning thoughts podcast endorses you amazing one of the best compliments oh, yeah. ever given to i mean DBMK. you know rolling stone I all press all those, so those people could endorse you but you know <laughs> it's not like spinning thoughts podcast yeah for now, sure now um I want to I wanna just kind of ask this question and see what you can give us, Kyle, and then we're going to move on um, to the Fan Frenzy segment because there, so many of your fans tweeted at us um, that I was scared the internet might break, and maybe it did while we're talking. I don't know. But um, before we move on to Fan Frenzy, can you tell us any kind of uh, plans for touring this summer, anything at all. I know a lot of it's still in the works and we respect, we respect what you got to do with the secrecy or just getting things in line before you announce. What can you tell us at all for this? Cause your fans want to know. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I'll start by saying that this is probably the biggest thing we've ever done. And I have a feeling it's only going to get bigger. Um, so Chances are, if you are kind of on the right side of a map of the United States, we may or may not be <laughs> trying to come to your city this summer. So, right, so a southwestern tour, nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, I am just so impressed by your geographical yep, knowledge of, of the United yeah. States. It's I know how to read a compass, or, bro. All right. <laughs> Um, so what, Kyle, when do you see yourself being able to announce this, um, more specifically? Is there, is there a time frame you're looking for? Um, yeah, we we'll be doing it sort of in segments. Um, some things will probably come later this week and then the week following and then the week following that. Um, so any, any given day between a Monday and a Friday in the next two to three weeks, we'll be kind of giving away most of our plans. Um, so everyone needs to keep an eye out for that because I'll know uh, if you don't. And, um, <laughs> it, you know, I don't, I don't want to have to know that. So, right. uh, but yeah, we're going to start pushing it like crazy very, very soon. And we are so incredibly excited on what's to come. What are you looking forward to most with the upcoming summer tour plans? I know you can't tell us much about the tour itself, but what are you looking forward to the most about it? Um, well, I, I think what I'm looking forward to most is after the show happens and we get to meet everybody that's like my favorite thing in the world. We get to meet all of these kids that come to these shows and they just, they are just so happy to be there because they just freaking love music and they just bear their soul for you. And they're just so happy and courageous. And that is kind of what makes it all worth it for us to play these shows and to put in this work and stuff. It's like, you know, at the end of the day, for me, it's the payout is nice. But, and it certainly helps us to get to the next city, but honestly, it's just, it's about 
getting to meet all the people that care about the music that we make. That's like the most important thing to me. And Kyle, that's a really fucking respectable answer. Most bands we talk to say, dude, <laughs> we're going to these cities that have this fucking awesome food, whatever it is. We can't uh, wait to go to this place. <laughs> is there a place that you like to go to as you tour? Is there a place, oh, my anything gosh. at all? We gain, we gain so much weight in Nashville, it's not even funny. <laughs> we what is it, barbecue the, in Tennessee? Or, oh or what God, is it you're smashing in Nashville? The barbecue and everyone's so nice there. They just want to give you all. They just want to feed you, and it's like, oh hey, you know what a great band. You know we went to this. We went to this pizza place. Ah oh, shoot, what is it called? Uh, not Little I Caesars. I hope I'm not going to get this wrong. No, it's okay, not Little good. Caesars, but good. respect. <laughs> good. Respect to Little Caesars. Um, yes. But um, <laughs> shoot, I think it's I think it's called Joey's House of Pizza. We went there the day before our Nashville show, and they took a photo of us hanging up on their wall with all the celebrities that have been there, and we're just like this little indie band, and they were so like enthralled with us. They put us on their wall, and it was like, these guys are amazing. Do you so think they, we love do Nashville. You, and the do you think they took the photo down whenever you left, or is it still up? I have no idea, but... <laughs> All of our Nashville listeners, would, please check out Joey's place. House of Pizza and let us know <laughs> if DBMK's picture is still up. If you're if you're in the area, yeah. uh, we'd love to get a, a picture uh, in a tweet to see if this still exists. So, uh, yes, that would be amazing. Is there what is what's the actual location of this place? Is there a specific city or town? Um, no, Did it's you, in Nashville. It is um, in, in like Nashville proper. Yeah, I want to say it's it's like a few minutes just outside of downtown all right we send the um, challenge not... out for for somebody to find this photo of dbmk in uh joey's house of pizza we'd i love can't to wait see to yes, see it please do we'd love to see it yeah um, make sure you tweet that at at denim blue music at spin thoughts or yeah spin, spin thoughts pod at spin, spin thoughts pod there we go you had it right the first time um oh, we're, we're looking maybe. forward to it please send it uh both ways yes for us to uh enjoy um We've been teasing it, Kyle, and we're we're gonna get into this um, because I think it's gonna you know we want to try to cover as much as we possibly can. We've been waiting forty five minutes yeah. now. Let's get to it, uh, Kyle. We're gonna dive into the fan frenzy segment. We're gonna ask you questions that your fans were asking. Okay. This isn't from us. So th- these are your fans. Okay. These are your friends. Yeah. Um, and and what we'd like Good to friends. do, we want to get to as many as possible. Elaborate where you want, okay. but we're gonna try to just breeze through this. Okay. Okay, sounds good. I'm ready. All right, this is Fan Frenzy with Kyle from DBMK. The first one is, and I'm going to just say up front, uh, please, I'm sorry if I mess up your Twitter handle. I mean, it's hard. These Twitter handles are, I mean, who knows how they're actually pronounced. They're abstract, so we're going to try our best. So we've got at Gabriel TRBL asked, what do you guys do in your free time? Oh, free time. What is that? Um, (laughs) No, uh... I don't. I, I recently got into uh, kind of taking guitars that are really inexpensive and not the best quality, and redoing them, refinishing them, rewiring them, making them sound like really high quality guitars. Um, I've only oh, done yeah, one so awesome. far, but uh, it's such a cool like therapeutic thing to do because you're just like alone spray painting and soldering and stuff. It's like it's awesome. Killer. All right, our next question yeah. at Flowerless Vase. Ask. Is it at flower flowerless vase? 
It, it, it may be flowerless vase. I I don't hey, know. So, I'm not fancy. Hey. I don't know. <laughs> before before Kyle before Brandon even asked the question at flowerless vase, I would like to know <laughs> what's the preference. How how do we say your handle? Do you Let's, say it flowerless vase or, or flowerless vase. vase? Vase sounds much more exotic. So it take, does. Take that I, into consideration. Yeah. I'm not French, so I, I say expensive. flowerless it vase. Maybe more expensive. Know. All right, Brandon, go for it. Here's the question. Favorite song to perform live? Uh, it's it's a tie between Analog Boy and Boxing Gloves. Uh, I think the rest of the band likes Boxing Gloves, but I just love to let everything go on Analog Boy. And that's kind of one of the songs I'll play at the end of the set. And I get to sort of refresh and reset and play that song. And it's like kind of coming back to life. It's awesome. Killer. Now, follow-up question from Flowerless Vase or Flowerless Vase. Um, she also wants to know if you have any plans at all to come to Chicago in the near future. She's asking the hard questions, Kyle, uh, not us. I wish I wish I could answer this, but you just have to see in the, in the next couple weeks. In the next couple days, actually. So right. at Flowerless Vase, stay tuned in the next couple days. You're going to yeah. find out if DBMK will be coming to Chicago. All right, next up on the Fan Frenzy segment, we've got at Zoe AC Killer asked, what's your what's your dream venue? And second question, uh, I'll just ask so you can answer them at the same time. Totally related. Um, who are your fashion icons? Hmm. Uh, okay, so dream venue by far is Red Rocks. Uh, that is In like Denver? the venue of my life. Yes. I went and saw it, and it's actually the most beautiful thing in the is world. This the, is this what was um, famous from Dave Matthews then? Like his uh, concert there? Is that what we're talking about? Probably. I yeah, just know I I've so, had yeah. numerous people tell me. I went to see, weirdly enough, the Goo Goo Dolls in Safety Suit a oh, few months ago. And uh, I ran into amazing. this couple. They're in their 50s or 60s. They're retired. What they do in their life is travel to see bands all the time. They see... 200 oh, shows cool. a year. They take an RV. They travel from city to city. They said that Red Rock is their favorite venue, hands down, no questions about it. Cool. So who's the fashion icons then? Uh, right off the bat, uh, Michael Kors. Healy from no, dude, Matthew Healy from the 1975. He is oh, on another yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. That guy is crazy. Yeah. Um, and I'm also into like Rachel Antonoff. She is so cool. She's actually Jack Antonoff's sister, and she does the most beautiful work. It's like it's incredible. She has her own company and line and, and shows and stuff like that. It's, it's so cool. Good question, Zoe AC Killer yeah. Brandon. Take the next one. All right, the next one coming at you at Cosmic J asks, "What is the song that has the most the most deepest meaning for you?" So the song that has the deepest meaning. The most deepest. The most deepest so meaning, deepest, correct. One deeper, the most deepest. Um, <laughs> uh, probably, probably Analog Boy, for sure. Well, strangely enough, um, the next question from one of your fans at Ode to Talk uh-huh. asked... What inspired Analog Boy, and what does it? What oh. does that song mean to y'all? That was literally the next one, and and she said y'all. So, uh, oh, okay. There well, you go. what it means to us all 
Um, Analog Boy kind of came from one of those Hills music videos staring into the mirror moments. Um, you know, it was, that song is about myself as well as other people and kind of the people that we become um, after we sort of change shape throughout our lives. And that sort of evolution could take years, it could take days, it could take minutes. And that, that song's kind of about that and what people turn into and what they were before and maybe where they're going next. Um, and so that the reason we end the show with that song is kind of in an ironic way because it introduces Collapse as an album. So we like to finish the set with that because yeah. it acts it acts as like an introduction to the rest of the, the day or the night or whenever we're playing the song. Um, so I like to finish with it because it feels kind of strange to do it like that because it makes a lot of sense to start the set with that song, seeing as it's like the perfect intro for that sort of thing. But right. I like to do it on the tail end of it because I think it's a little bit weird. Um, but it also works well in that way too. So, Brandon, you get to ask the next question. and um, These I'm are not- the hard-hitting reporting questions well, that are coming out right now. They are. Look, they're fantastic, and we've got a great amount of – more that we're trying to hit here, but this this Twitter handle I actually was kind of fearing not to be, say. Yeah, I'm gonna so I'm, Brandon, I'm gonna take give it, it my best shot at Josh Larisalli. Okay, you did that better than what I would have. I think that might jo- be right. Josh Larisalli. All right, Josh Larisalli wants to know two questions. One, pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? Uh, number two. Yay. 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 All All right. Right. Yay. There we go. Perfect. Yay. Pineapple on pizza. Good. I, I agree with you. Uh, number two. So the, the, there's a specific company that makes candy that we all like. It's it's chocolate with peanut butter. And uh, they're they're in these these cups, per se, right? Are you sure. a person who says Reese's or Reese's? It kind of depends on how fast I'm saying it. <laughs> um, like it. If I'm asking someone, hey, is that a Reese's? I'll be like, Reese's. But I'll, I'll also say like, hey, have some Reese's. Or give me some Reese's. All right, or, so how do you pronounce the, the candy then that, that is little, they kind of look like M&M's, and they are made out of the same combination of peanut butter and chocolate. How do you say that type oh, of candy? Oh, yes. Well, see, for me, I'm a songwriter, so I'm always looking for rhymes and couplets and things like that. So I have to say Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Okay. All right. I just wanted to check on that. Brandon and I got into a slight argument before this uh, interview about that, and um, I was not on the same page until the conversation. So (laughs) Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces as opposed to Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. That sounds like a – like a, what is that? Like a scientific name for an animal or something? Yeah, yeah, it does. Like a, a, a the, genome and phylum yeah. or you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Berkeley, quit talking all scientific with me right now. <laughs> um, all right. So next up on the fan frenzy segment is at Addictapen asked, "What color crayon do you consider yourself?" Uh, cerulean, for sure. Wow. I used to color all my clouds. Cerulean. Wow. Yeah. Now I- I'm colorblind, <laughs> wow. Kyle. Can you describe what cerulean is to me? Um, I don't know if you've ever been to the east coast of Florida, so that's like 
uh, Daytona Beach, maybe? I most I certainly have been to West Palm Beach, Okay. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so in certain parts of there, you, you might be lucky to find, like, super beautiful blue water that's, like, very deep, but it's not indigo. It's brighter. Are you talking about the water you can bit. see through? Yeah. I think yeah. I have a better example, Brandon, uh, to help you visualize. Please. For those of you who played Pokemon, like I'm talking the original Pokemon on Game yeah. Boy. Don't tell me Squirtle. Cerulean City is uh, yeah. that could give you the best palette for you. To, I like, played Pokemon Yellow, man. I wasn't Pokemon Blue. I, that was yeah. still I Cerulean City was on. Was it blue. Pokemon Yellow? It was on all three of those. Oh shit! Then I must have been there. So, I mean, I don't know. So there you go. There's some history for y'all. Um, Brandon, yeah, take the no, next it's one. Exactly the color of that water. Yeah. It, it, Cerulean is the color of that water. Yeah, All exactly right. that. And what? I had the hardest time beating Misty. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I learned something new every day. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Uh, at IG Food Twenty Six. I think that's an L. Sorry, that's a lowercase is it L? L. I think so. LG Life's Good Food Twenty Six. Huh. Wants to know, okay. any chance of a Dallas show soon? Again, the tough questions here, Kyle. It's not us. And you did Dallas. say the entire right half of the U.S. I mean, I'm no, you know, geographist or anything, but where does Dallas fall yeah. in being right or left of the middle of the United States? Um, I don't know. Is that to the right, to the left? or I don't really know where that it's is. It's probably really about as smack know, dab in the middle as you it can It very get. well may be. That's what I'm yeah. asking. I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, Texas, Texas might have to be patient, but okay. we're making moves there very, very soon. All I'm right. talking like immediately after the summer. There we so. go. Patience is a virtue. Yeah. We try to teach life lessons yeah. here on Spinning Thoughts Podcast. Um, That's right. Moving along, we've got at who is summer? This was one of my favorite questions. Another hard hitting reporting question here. Who is, uh, yes. you know, this one, Kyle? I well, I I know at who is summer. Very All right, well, she's well, great. She is friend. great, and she asked a hell of a question. So, at who is summer asked, what flavor milkshake do you think would bring the most boys to the yard? Well, I got to tell you. Um, so, in my yard, um, <laughs> the milkshake that works best, uh, and this is for those of you who don't know, this is how I met Jacob, our keyboard player. Um, was I was distributing milkshakes in the yard. And, uh, you know, I, I went through a few different things. I tried vanilla, I tried chocolate, I tried, you know, cookies and cream and, and all sorts of things. But, yeah, but what, what really got them was the... The, Reese, was the Reese's flavors, huh? The Reese's or the Reese's <laughs> flavor? Which one was it? Well, it wasn't any of those, actually. Oh. It, was, it was strawberry and pecan. Um, wow. Which isn't my personal favorite by any means, but you know some people are into that, you know, and that's what really worked, uh, especially on Jacob. You know, he couldn't get enough. Um, and then I, you know, one day it was it was the second day there in the yard, and I was like, you know, Jacob, why don't you come, why don't you come play with my band? You know, you're you're one of the most handsome boys in this yard. You know, I don't think that you should be out here in this yard in the heat all day. You so know, you, I you just want to be, be clear. It's strawberry pecan milkshake is what brings the most boys to the yard. Is that yeah. right? No, I want to be clear that that's not my favorite by any means. But I'm it just seems to be the most, it, it seems to bring the most boys <laughs> to the yard. It attracts the most boys to the yard. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's the lightness of it because they don't want to have like a heavy vanilla or chocolate right. to kind Under- of weigh them down in the heat of the yard. It's, it's, so <laughs> it's very understandable, Kyle. I really, right. I really appreciate the elaboration, Brandon. You want to take the next yeah. one? Yeah, I got a few more. Do uh, at my truce asked, who were your musical influences growing up, and how has your musical taste changed over the years? Oh, uh, that's such a cool question. Okay, so I grew up listening to jazz and blues music with my grandparents. I'm talking like Randy Lewis, um, Tito Puente, and all like all the old guys like that. Um, and so I made the very natural transition from jazz into like musical theater because I got into that for a second. And then, uh, as you might expect to come next, I got very into like punk and thrash music. Um, and so I, I was, you know, I was listening to, um, shoot, like the, you know, like the Ramones and, uh, the Dead Kennedys and stuff like that. Sorry about that. Uh, that was kind of the music that my friends listened to because I was very much into like skateboard culture and stuff so like that. So you were so wearing all... leather jackets and plaid pants, stuff like that? Uh, no leather, um, but definitely clothes that didn't fit me and I, I had no idea where they kind of came from. There were just things that I were that were given to me by other friends that were like older than me or something like that. So okay, it was it was a very very strange uh, fashion time for me back then. That definitely wasn't when I was reading like Electra Chung's. Book you never had like a jacket that. with <laughs> pins and patches and stuff like that. No, I wasn't that kind of punk. I was more like just really gross. <laughs> just, just, I mean, so, so you, you followed the not gonna shower type deal of punks, just not the leather yeah. and patches. Yeah, I had the long hair that like may or may not have been cut by myself, and you know that whole thing going on. I was definitely like, I read Trans World magazine and Thrasher and and all that stuff, and I was like really into like I think Plies was on the radio at the time, so like that sort of subgenre of gangster rap was super popular too and i was like just a terrible walking mess of sweat it was gross so the next question is going to come from at emma at emma hints let me say it again at emma hints and i actually really liked her question uh so here it is she asked i need some new music to listen to what artists have you been really into lately uh uh, my favorite band of this week, because it changes all the time, is uh, this band called Power Bottoms. Yes, um, dude, yeah. I love them. They're yeah. awesome. I, yeah, yeah, love, yeah. I love Power Bottoms so much. Me Their too. Their album, Ugly Cherries, is yep. so good, and I can't wait for the new one. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I've actually been um, meaning to hit them up and get them on the pod, and we probably will approach that now. I, I hope so. I love them. That would be amazing. Yeah, we're going to do it. You can hook me up on our conference call, and I will gladly join you on that because I'd love to talk to that. And I've been telling Angelo, since since he loves Power Bottom, he should check out a band Scissor Sisters. Do you know Scissor Sisters? Uh, I don't, but I'm totally going to write them down and look them up later. You should. It's it's bizarre and fucking awesome. It rocks. Sweet, uh, that's what I'm into. Good question. Good question, Emma. I'm just going to keep this rolling because we've got about four more that I want to hit before we end the pod. So, Brandon, I'm giving you another Twitter handle that I would struggle to say. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. At uh, Film. Oh, jeez, dude. You're nailing it. Asked if you could tour oh, with that's, any. Uh, go ahead. That's, that's like, that's 
Ghibli, Ghibli, Ghibli film, like from Studio Ghibli, like Hayao Miyazaki stuff. There we go. Ah, at Ghibli film, yeah. is that the the correct pronunciation? I'm pretty sure it's Ghibli. Yeah. All right. At Ghibli film asked if you could tour with any musician, who would it be? So I will warp that question a little bit. It can be alive or dead. Who would it be? Ah oh, man. I guess Can both. I like, if they're different, if the yeah. person you know that your your number one artist tour with is dead, then who would you know who would you tour with alive? Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll give yeah I'll give alive and a dead one. Um, the dead musician uh, would definitely be Bowie. I don't know who else you would possibly pick, but it would <laughs> definitely have to be Bowie. Good okay. choice. Um, yep. I I found out the other day that he actually has an honorary degree from Berkeley and doesn't surprise me standing yeah I was standing at the poster that that had his name on there and I was just like staring at it for a second I was like wow what shoes am I filling here what have I gotten myself into you, yeah you do um, actually have a shit ton of uh yeah. amazing like alumni that have come from uh Berkeley oh, yeah, College of sure. Music no doubt yeah yeah so um the live that's a tough question because like I could approach this from like an economic standpoint, which would make a lot of sense to tour with a band, or I could just tour with my favorite band. Just you personally, who, who, who if you could, w- with money not being a factor, like if you could just spend the yeah. fucking month touring with somebody, who is it? I want to say the 1975 because I'm such a massive fan of the 1975. So they're one of the biggest bands of my life. Yep. Um, but they're also at the point where they're kind of just touring. And they're just kind of going through the motions. I agree. Um, maybe, maybe not. Um, but they're certainly at that point where they're just, you know, they they're on top right now. Um, there we go. We've got three more. Yeah. Uh, three more. We're okay. running a little bit over Kyle, but we're gonna hit every one of these. Um, okay, let's do it. That we wrote down. Lightning so we've runs. got three more for you. So at Sleepy Grins asked favorite concert oh. memory. Now that could be any that you've attended or you've performed at. Oh my god, there's so many. <laughs> this, oh, this question. Okay, so right off the bat, they, I went to see Bleachers, which is one of my all-time yep. favorite bands, yep. uh, a couple years ago, and uh, I never met Jack before, but I'm a huge fan of everything that he's ever done. I've been in love with him since his Steel Train days back in the '90s. Dude, oh my um, god, I know, I agree. I, I love really Steel agree. Train. Yeah, so uh, obviously I wasn't listening to Steel Train in the '90s because I was born in '98. But yeah, yeah, um, I wasn't I either. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna date myself, but I do like Steel Train. <laughs> yeah, um, but I actually took a copy of The Abyss, our first album, to that show, and I straight up handed it to him from the crowd, and he was like, "You know, whoever just gave me a copy of their album, that's like the coolest thing ever." And I met him after the show, and we've been like best friends ever since not really but kind of um (laughs) (laughs) at least in my mind anyways Um, i'm sure in his mind as well yeah that was like i have never been i haven't been the same since that was like the day of my life so cool we dig it brandon get the second to last one going all right at purpose seeker wants to know what are some of your goals for the future and what countries would you love to tour hmm uh all of them um, right off the bat. Um, but we're definitely, we're just, I basically want to tour until I die. 
Uh, that's kind of <laughs> my goal right now. Um, that is my favorite thing. And I feel like we just had a little taste, but we're about to do something super big. And I think we're finally going to get a look into what it's like to be an actual national act. So I definitely want to, my, my main goal is to tour as much as possible and kind of get relevant on like on a global scale um, so that we can start presenting ourselves in the way that I've been wanting to for a long time. Well, um, you're there, Kyle. And, you're on the Spinning Thoughts podcast, if I have yeah, to remind you. Yeah, you're well on your fucking Yeah, what way, am I man. talking about? Dude, I'm already there. Yeah. You can uh, retire at this point. Um, I know. What is there left for me to do? Nothing. This is the pinnacle. It's I mean, all downhill at this point. Win a Grammy? I don't even. I don't need that. <laughs> Who needs yeah, what that What the hell is a Grammy? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. You want to win a Spinning Thoughts podcast award is what you want. A Spinny. That's right. A Spinny. Yeah. There we go. A Spinny. All right, yeah, Kyle, we are on the final question of the Fan okay. Frenzy segment. Um, this has been a lot right. of fun, so I want to thank every single person who submitted a question. We tried to get to as many as possible, um, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. But this is, I think, one of the cooler questions of uh, of this um, category. So, at Jesse Day 507 asked... What would your dream burger contain? Ah, a burger. Fuck I haven't yeah. had a burger in a long time. Um, you vegetarian? No, I just been trying to eat less meat. You know, yeah, he, he trying to be suck, a little bit more so, conscious and right. stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I do. I do the whole vegan chili thing, and I, I eat as vegan. I eat vegan as often as my body will let me. Um. But you, you know, still do eat meat, can't. you're saying? That's that's different. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, I'm kind of like half and half, I, maybe. I don't know. Because I, I don't know. I can't, at this point, like going to school and stuff, it's hard for me to be a true vegan. Yeah, um, it, it would be really hard to do in the college atmosphere. Yeah, um, but there are people that I know that do, and props to them because they're like some of the most, like strong-willed people I know. It's awesome. No doubt. Um, yeah. So but what's on the burger, though? Dream burger. Yeah, no, this burger definitely has meat, first and foremost. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> is it going to be a veggie burger? What are we talking here? I do love a good black bean burger. Uh, Me too. None of that oat stuff. I don't yeah. ask for the oat burger. That is not cutting it. Um, yeah, so this burger, start off with the bottom bun. And you got to put mayo on the bottom bun underneath the patty. Because on your the bottom, okay. The I like that. Yeah. Um, and then you put the patty and then we've got lettuce and tomato, but we also have, we're still talking under cheese. the patty, right? So, so the, the, no, no, this, no, this is above, no, this is above the patty. Okay. So it's patty. mayo, patty, yeah. and then lettuce, tomato. Okay. Yeah. I gotta be able to eat it, you know? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but this, this burger has Swiss cheese. And All a right. slice of pepper jack cheese. Yes, good choice. And then good I have choice. sautéed mushrooms mm. as well as grilled onions. Wow. This sounds like a yeah. mushroom and Swiss burger with grilled oh, Fuck, man. Yeah, that's uh, sounding good. Yes. But here's the kicker. It has garlic aioli sauce. Oh, no. Oh, you man. didn't go there, you dirty boy, so Kyle. We've you. got standard that... mayo and garlic aioli. Whoa. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I like to... I like to uh, 
you know, I, I live on the edge. I do things that might surprise you sometimes. You know, I, I'm a loose cannon. You never know what I'm going to do next. Oh, my God. I, I got to yeah. say, I don't talk about it often on the podcast. I'm vegetarian, but uh, I am salivating right now at the sound of this burger. <laughs> and um, Yeah. I hope one day you get to enjoy something that good. Uh, yeah. I do yeah. enjoy good things. Um, don't doubt it. So, um, Je- uh, Jesse Day 0507, thank you for that question. Kyle, thank you for yeah. participating in the Fan Frenzy segment. Let's give it up, Brandon. That was Yo, a lengthy one. Yes. That was lengthy. You did good. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thanks to all of the fans of DBMK and Spinning Thoughts Podcast for submitting your questions. Yes, you guys absolutely. are beautiful and amazing. Now, Kyle, we kept you a little bit over what I told you. Uh, so we want to give you the opportunity here before we sign off to just kind of add anything that Brandon and I may have screwed up or missed or anything like that. Plug yourself, brother. Uh, I think you guys pretty much nailed everything, but there we go. all I have to say is that I think I can kind of speak on behalf of the rest of DVMK, but we are so – I don't know if you guys are ready for what we have planned this summer. Uh, we're going to be – pretty much doing stuff that we've been talking about and dreaming about for a long time. So sounds like a big uh, order. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to eat those burgers and (laughs) it's going to be sick. So Kyle eat Reese's pieces and burgers, Reese's pieces, Joe's house of pizza or whatever the hell it's called. (laughs) I still want a picture people. If you're in Tennessee, find the picture and, and tweet it at, uh, Denim Blue Music and at Spin Thoughts Pod, we want to see it. Uh, Kyle, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts here at Spinning Thoughts Podcast for being with us here today. Well, we thank can't, you. We can't wait to hear some of these announcements coming up. We really appreciate your time. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Once again, we want to thank Kyle from DBMK for being with us here on the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. I had a ton of fun, Brandon. What about you? Dude, I always have a ton of fun. I really enjoyed talking to Kyle. And if you have not yet, please check out the album Collapse, released in July 2016 from DBMK. There's going to be a lot coming from them, tour announcements, hopefully some new music in 2017. While you're checking out DBMK, make sure you're checking out the Spinning Thoughts Podcast on Twitter at Spin Thoughts Pod. We're on Facebook and SoundCloud. We want you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere else. It is free. Our website is spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon. As always, we leave you from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, World Music Megaplex here at Evergreen Studios. Keep on rocking out with your peace out. Everybody hurts sometimes Swallow your mind to feel alright Cause time is never how you sell it And time is never how you get it You say that I won't, but you know that I will I'm hating the cold, but I'm loving the chill And I guess in the end, I'm still getting my fill You're pouring a glass, but I'm popping a pill Poison below my mate They all look the same You say stay awake Stay, stay, stay awake Everybody hurts sometimes